It's time for Defending and Commending the Faith with Joe Mott, inviting the atheist, agnostic, and skeptic to examine for themselves the evidence for the Christian faith. We are all limited by what we do not know and by the things we think we know but are not true. Dr. Joe Mott earned his Ph.D. at LSU and was a distinguished math professor at Florida State University for 38 years, helping to write three math textbooks and authoring over 30 research articles in math. He is now the host of this radio program, Defending and Commending the Faith. Here is Joe Mott. Hello again. I'm Joe Mott. I pray you are all well. It is the day before the presidential election in the U.S. In the last episode, I gave you five reasons that you have only one choice for your vote. Today, I advise you to vote against abortion on demand, against massive tax increases that will tax the citizen to oblivion, against illegal immigration, against the idea that the government is the cure for every wrong, against shutting down the nation, against condoning rioting and looting, against socialism and communism, against Chinese interference in our nation, against the NEA, against renunciation of private property, against the globalists' agenda, against the deep state in America, against corruption by people running for office in government, against what is called the transformation of our nation. On the other hand, I advise you to vote for speaking for those who can't speak for themselves for the sanctity of life, for peace treaties between Arab nations and Israel, for standing up against China, Iran, North Korea, and ISIS, for funding the police, for due process, for equal justice under the law, for energy independence, for a sane medical insurance policy, for manufacturing, agriculture, and clean coal mining returning to prominence, for recovering economy, for improved employment of minorities, for schools reopening. Remember my advice when you vote. Now I would like to discuss one of the most basic problems facing the Christian apologist. What is the relationship between faith and reason? My first observation is, faith and reason are not mutually exclusive. Faith is trusting in what you have good reasons to think is true. A person should not believe in something without first inquiring whether it is a worthy object or subject of belief. For example, Few people would undergo a serious surgical operation by a totally unknown doctor without first attempting to discover his qualifications to do that operation. Similarly, 
God does not call on us to exercise blind faith. Historically, Christians have struggled to come to an agreement about the relationship between faith and reason. But there are only three options. First option, reason without faith. We cannot be content with reason alone. Reason alone is insufficient for three reasons. Number one, the Bible teaches that without faith it is impossible to please God. Found in Hebrews 11, verse 6. Second, reason alone cannot produce faith. The scripture says, quotes, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. End quotes. That's found in Romans 10, verse 17. Reason can show that God exists, but it cannot produce faith in God. This is because faith involves the will, and reason cannot force the will to believe. Third, there are some truths that cannot be known by reason. They are simply beyond reason's ability to understand. Therefore, faith completes reason in that it provides the truths that are necessary for salvation. For it is, quotes, by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, end quotes. That's found in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8. The second option, faith without reason. But I claim that neither can we be content with faith alone. Fideism, from the Latin word fide, meaning faith, argues that religious belief is not supported by reason. One must simply believe. They say, Faith, not reason, is what God requires, and they refer to Hebrews 11, verse 6. Fideists hold the view that one comes to faith in God in the absence of and contrary to reason. They are skeptical with regard to the nature of evidence as applied to belief. They believe no evidence or argument applies to belief in God. They claim God is not reached by reason. Yet, God calls us to use reason in many situations. Two scriptural references immediately come to mind. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 18, and 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. That fact alone is contrary to fideism. If we have faith without reason, then how do we know the object of our trust? The Bible teaches that we must examine all things carefully and hold firmly to that which is good, found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 21. We must test the spirits to see whether they are from God in 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. 
all that requires reason. The main drawback to fideism is that it is self-defeating because it uses reason to say we should not use reason. The third option, the combination of faith and reason. The best way to understand the relationship between faith and reason is to see each in its proper role. First, we must realize that because God is the author of both faith and reason, there need not be any disagreement between them. Faith and reason are two ways of knowing the truth about God. They both cooperate in bringing a person to Christ. In fact, they are allies and not enemies. Second, both faith and reason are gifts from God. Reason is one way we show that we were made in the image of God. Third, but there still remains the question whether one takes precedence over the other. Reason over faith diminishes revelation and weakens the authority of the scriptures and challenges its reliability. Faith over reason is what the scriptures support. So the final conclusion is, faith goes beyond reason, but it is not contrary to reason. Next, let me discuss the role of reason in faith. Both faith and reason require an object in which to be committed. People must inquire into the things that are to be believed before they can, in fact, be believed. Reason is not sufficient to produce faith, but it does support it. For example, reason can be used to remove barriers to faith. Remember, the Bible exhorts us to be prepared to give a defense-slash-answer-slash-response-slash-reply to everyone who asks us for the reason for the hope within us. That's found in 1 Peter 3, verse 15. By reason, we can discover truths about the existence of God the historicity of Jesus' resurrection, and the reliability of the Scriptures. Reason can also be used to show that faith itself is reasonable. For example, the Bible teaches that God is triune. Within one essence, there are three co-equal persons, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. While the Trinity is believed by faith in the authority of Scripture, it goes beyond our reason to fully comprehend. However, by the aid of reason, we can understand that not everything that can be apprehended can be fully comprehended. For example, we can observe the function of a computer without really understanding how it works. 
Next, the role of faith in reason. Saving faith consists of knowledge, assent or agreement, and the personal response of trust and commitment. In Christianity, the object of our faith is Jesus Christ himself. For this reason, evidence alone cannot be a sufficient basis for our love and trust for God. That's why we need the Holy Spirit dwelling in our life. Further, knowledge alone cannot produce love. It is evident that we can know others whom we do not love, but it is impossible to love those whom we do not know. For this reason, a genuine relationship with God can never be gained by reason alone. I still struggle with this question. How can I communicate the gospel with an unbeliever who does not believe in the existence of the God of the Bible, does not accept that the Bible is authoritative and trustworthy, nor understands that Jesus is anything more than a human being? All of these conditions are my presuppositions. But in this case, I don't see how such an unbeliever can put on the spectacles of my presuppositions in advance of him receiving the inward witness of the Holy Spirit that vouches for the God of the Bible, affirms the authority and veracity of the Scriptures, and reveals that Jesus is the Son of God. In the case of communicating the gospel to such an individual, it seems to me that the only arrow that I have in my quiver is reason. Think of our presuppositions as a prism over our mind. The truth comes as light to the prism of our presuppositions, and the light gets refracted and two different people draw two different conclusions because their prisms, their presuppositions are different. Thank you for listening to Defending and Commending the Faith with Joe Mott, a production of Wave 94 Radio in Tallahassee, Florida. If you have any questions or comments for Joe, please forward them to Doug Apple at Wave94 at this email address, dougapple at wave94.com. And be sure to join us every Monday evening at 6.45 p.m. on Wave94 and subscribe through your favorite podcast app, Defending and Commending the Faith with Joe Mott.